welcome to the Mummy Dearest Podcast, a podcast where we used to talk about the mummy, but now we talk about other movies too. Welcome back, everybody, to the Mummy Dearest Podcast, where we unwrap pop culture from the 90s, 2000s, and today. I'm Zach Mellon. I'm Sloan Steele. Welcome back, everybody. Today, we're doing something a little different. We are, because we're lazy. So we are lazy pieces of shit, and Mm -hmm. um, Sloan has been flying everywhere and going to um, like high-end Los Angeles parties. Mm -hmm. I've been on one other podcast, and we just could not figure it out, so we didn't watch a movie. But we're bringing Mm -hmm. you a... um, you know, just like a little mini episode with some questions answered and stories told. I did watch a movie, but it's not one that we watched together, so we can't talk about it. I've watched seven Fast and Furious movies since the last time we spoke, but I couldn't find time to watch one movie for this podcast. No, no, no. There is no time. You have to watch the movie for this podcast the day before the podcast, and that's just the way it goes. And that's the way it goes, but don't worry. Next week, we'll be back to our regularly scheduled program with a themed movie. And I think that it was good to actually skip this week because I don't think either of us were that excited. We weren't. We didn't have, um, like, we have a movie planned for next week because it is the 4th of July. Um, so, like, we're, we've are we always been doing that movie that week, but then this week, we were like, what are we doing we're what tired. are we doing here? We're exhausted. We've been traveling. We've been jet setting. We've been podcasting. Yeah, like, enough I mean, is enough. Enough, you guys. Like, stop enough. pulling out. Enough. Armstrong, enough. Free, yeah. And not to mention, like, I've been really involved in the Free Britney trial. I haven't even tuned in at all. So if you want to fill us in. You should just, all I'm saying is, like, you guys should listen to the audio of her. So she phoned in to the judge. I actually, so it seems like her father, who's literally in charge of her and like this monster disgusting manipulator um like okayed her to speak during this trial and probably was like but don't worry baby you're still going to tell him that you love me and that you're happy and she was like no problem daddy and when she got on the phone she like went off and like let loose about how she's like kept prisoner and drugged and they they like forcefully put an iud inside of her so she can't have children (gasps) she it's like and when she was speaking on the phone call she sounded so much smarter than we've seen her like in the past like no it was like very sad and at the end she goes i wish i could stay on the phone forever with you because i know that as soon as i hang up I'm going to be punished or I'm going to be told no, or I'm going to be. And it was like literally like the saddest thing. And I don't know what's happening with it now. Like, I don't know if they're going to do something about it, but it's so sad. When did her conservatorship start? Like how long has she been under this since the umbrella incident? Yeah. Since the head shaving. And you know, like I shaved my head during quarantine and no one cared. Did you attack like paparazzi or? emotionally probably my male yeah yeah we all did we all did that so i don't know it's that was like that was crazy i feel like a lot's happened since we haven't spoken i've decided to watch every fast and furious movie we had that was like weird zach we didn't it's not i want you to know it's not that i i don't love you you know i love you the most no of course when we're on vacations like 
it's, it's so and I'm, and I'm three hours behind and like I was trapped in a house with my parents like there was nowhere for me to go there was nowhere for me to escape I like know. I didn't have time to voice note my friend my poor friend Becca she goes I just thought you didn't love me for the last week I was like Becca I'm mm-hmm. so sorry like I haven't had time to do anything you were dodging sculptures uh, Zach <laughs> how many sculptures are in that man's house i just like don't understand first of all he's obsessed with like rail thin skinny sculptures he's obsessed with rail thin skinny everything everything and i don't so like i don't know how i'm gonna make out there but you just have to be really thin and ready ready to dodge barbs my stepmom brought up no less than three times that my sister is everyone's favorite child and no one cares about me. Three different times that was said to me. It's just like, yeah, it's a lot of very forward. Yeah. And it, the best part is that she was like, <laughs> everybody's always like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that you're d- Joel. That's my dad. Joel is just like so obvious with which kid he likes the most. Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? It's not that funny. <laughs> I told my sister like the funny. entire trip, like in my head, it was just like the song don't cry out loud like oh yeah did you um so you and your dad didn't do a duet we didn't do any duets he didn't want to duet with me this time wait zach have i even told you the shia labeouf story like yeah well you were talking to me i know about it what do you mean is there more to it what what do you know of it do you want to just tell the listeners yeah, because I don't think I updated you with the Shia story. You told so the last I heard. Okay, so obviously there was you received correspondence from him. Yes, you spoke to him on the phone and you ran yes. into him at Disneyland. Okay, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that there's that damn them there's the story. Do you okay? Do you want to elaborate? I mean, very quickly, in the pandemic, at the start of the pandemic, when everybody was going crazy, I made a t-shirt that said, Shia LaBeouf, please call me. And this t-shirt never made it to production, but it was one of my drawings. Anyway, fast forward to last week, and I get an email that says, I can't disclose exactly what it says because no, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. supposed to be anonymous. I'll let you guys fill don't. the blanks. Yeah, okay. But Shia, <laughs> don't. <laughs> but Shia was like, hey, it's Shia LaBeouf. I want you to take like a group of people that will all remain anonymous. <laughs> Zach's giving me wide eyes. My sister's like, it's definitely not Shia LaBeouf. It's definitely not Shia LaBeouf. And I was like, I think it's him. I really thought it was him because the email ended with every blessing, comma, Shia. Yeah, that sounds like him. So I was like, it's definitely him. But it was like from like just a Gmail address. And it was like, well, I can't say his email address (laughs) on air, but it was weird. Anyway, so Shia and I exchanged like a bunch of emails and like it's getting kind of complicated. So I said, shy guy, listen, just give me a call. I'll call you when, when you're free. I'll get your credit card information and I'll get the tickets for you. Shia calls me. My shirt came true. I manifested Shia was calling me, which was like fucking crazy. Yeah, I forgot I did tell you this about Disney. So then the next day I'm at Disney and I tell Shia about my shirt. So he probably thinks I'm a fucking cuckoo bird. Anyway, the next day, and he's like very nice. I mean, he's obviously problematic and he's an abuser, but I mean, he is seeking help. And it's like, we do have to have a space for people to- We are not canceling him. Like we need to have- 
we need people to, to better themselves and seek help. And I do think that like of all the celebrity apologies, his apology did seem pretty heartfelt. And he like, he did acknowledge the victim. And he's like, if this is the way I made somebody feel, then that's the most important thing. And that's what I'm working on changing. So like, I feel like that's a good, solid apology. I think we got to give um, child stars a little leeway, just like Which- a little bit. Yeah, he if you've seen Honey Boy, like he has not had an easy ride. No, and I think that that's why like they were forced into fame against their will at a very young age. And I think that they just got to get like a little bit. Yeah, it's like he's not all together and something's not right there. Anyway, the next day I'm at Disneyland and my uh, brother-in-law says, there's Shia LaBeouf. And I turn around. And there's Shia at Disney World. Like Shia surprise. Shia surprise just, just feed away from me. And so I'm like, well, I better say something. So I just say, hey, it's Shia, it's me, Sloan. And he like looks at me like he's supposed to know who the fuck I am. I go, from Mad Cat Motel? And he came over and he was, I mean, he was as, as sweet as could be. And he was like, whoa, what are the chances? This the universe is really working hard or whatever. He said something like that. And then did like a lot of bows and a lot of like hand, like a lot of prayer hands and then went on his way. Did you ask him to come on the pod? It, it wasn't the right time. Wasn't the right time. Wasn't the right time or place. But then I like saw him later at Disney and he was in a totally different outfit. He did an outfit mm. change. Well, if maybe he went on like the, maybe he went on Splash Mountain and needed. I guess. It's just yeah. weird to me. It's like his when entire. When you go on the River Rapids, you get soaked. Yeah, we didn't go on any water rides because we were just like not feeling yeah. that vibe. Anyway, we went yeah. to Disneyland. We saw Shia. It was really fucking weird. That's my Shia story. That's a great Shia story. It's kind of, I mean, not really that great. But, but many people don't have any Shia stories. It is weird that I feel like I made... You did a lot. So the, the thing is like you had a lot of experiences over the week. I didn't, Did I even tell you I ran into Topher Grace? Guys, I don't know you didn't. Yeah, Topher Grace was in line in front of me at LAX, and Rex tried to steal his wallet out of like the little bin thing. Good job, buddy. And Topher has, he's one of those guys that has a really thick wallet, you know, like a real oh, bad. Oh, God. I know, wasn't it? I didn't know. I had no clue. It was like, he's got his like stuff. BJ's club card in there and like everything. He was with, I got, I got to tell you guys, Topher Grace, A plus celeb. He was with his wife and and their two young kids on their way to Hawaii. Should I tell people where he's going? I guess I just did. It doesn't matter. There's a that's matter. a big state, yeah. It's a pretty big place. Um but they were the most organized, like calm. They had two that's little kids. amazing. I was like so like they were so calm and so nice and Rex tried to steal his wallet and he was like really cute about it. And then, like, later, I realized that it was Topher Grace after Paul was like, that's Topher Grace. That's how I realize things when people tell me something, when I realize it. And so I was when like, what? I, the last time I, not the last time, but one of the times I was going to LAX from Boston, I was on, I was sitting right behind Jesse McCartney. And I'm not sure I should, like, say that. I don't care. He took, like, so many pills and just, like, slept the entire flight. And he had, oh, like, gosh. this little like this little assistant who was just like, like his slave. It was just like this weird. It was gross. Why would he need an assistant? To travel with him too. Like it was just a weird. Okay, Jesse, like chill. 
So while you were like hobnobbing with celebrities, and I'm I don't know what you can tell us about the party you went to, but um I was tell you on, I was on a podcast that I think by the time this comes out, it'll be out. It comes out Sunday. You're looking at me what like did, I'm on it. Like you're the one who puts the I no, don't, I mean, pro- I don't produce really, every podcast. When this podcast comes out, it'll be Monday. Hopefully. Hopefully. So it's already out. It's called Is This Real Life with Mandy Slutsker? And we just talked about Bravo. So if you like me or Bravo, just go listen to it. What did you guys get into? Can you tell us a little bit? I don't know how much you're following about like the Erica Jane stuff. On um, That was pretty much a lot of it. That was a lot of it. And then there's like racial stuff going on with both of the housewives with New York and Beverly Hills. And it's... Did you feel prepared? Um, I didn't feel prepared like going into it. I felt like I was a kid who didn't do his homework and I was walking into class knowing full well that I didn't do my homework. Yeah. But I was more prepared than I thought. That's excellent. But guess what? I didn't stay on topic and I had to keep apologizing. So was she like, it's fine. It's fine. Yes. But I just was like, I'm so sorry. And then obviously I talked about that's the thing. And like, it was a, it was like a 45 minute or like an hour, like time period, but like, I didn't stop talking. (laughs) We have a timer set tonight, right? We have a timer set tonight. So we, do you want to go into your party before we get into questions? Yeah, I feel. How much can you say about it? I don't know. So I'll just say everything. Mention it all. Mention it all. Well, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Is that as long as good? I just don't want you. I don't want them to think like spills their secrets. Yeah, I guess that's a really good point. So I'm just going to bleep out the part and I'll just say I was at a business where Vanderpump Rules was filming. And I think that will probably be okay for like legal reasons because they went a lot of places that night. Here's the thing about Vanderpump. You look like you had a question. No, I was just going to say... You just ran into the, you just went somewhere and there were the Vanderpump kids. There were the Vanderpump kids. Exactly. Wink, wink. So I went to a Vanderpump taping and it was when I tell you, I felt like I was at the Oscars. Like that's how I imagine the Oscars to feel like the air was electric with just my excitement. Everybody else was couldn't give a shit. No one gave a shit production. I'm pretty sure hates everyone on, on the, All in the cast. Time. Oh yeah. They were just, the main girl that I saw was wearing snakeskin boots and a red beret. The main and, girl? Like the main producer girl. Oh, 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 okay. And then there was this other like very tall, lanky guy who kept looking at me because I was like so obviously trying to like spy but pretend I was doing work yeah and I was like on my phone like I'm like trying to like pretend I was like calculating things and like looking up and like looking down and looking at my phone and being like okay and like doing like nods and smiles but good girl good girl (laughs) good girl (laughs) but I was literally just listening to a conversation that they were having on speakerphone about drama behind the scenes wow is it going to make it to the scenes or do you think it was just like, no, this is like, this was like, like Lala had gone to the producers and I don't know which cast member she was referring to, but Lala was very concerned about someone's drug usage. And she said that like, they were, did I not tell you this? No. Yeah. That's what I overheard. 
Zach, when I... Do you I, think that you should be saying this? Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Okay, yeah, yeah. When I overheard that, I went... Like, my body... I, like, left my body and I was like... <sighs> You don't know who it was or you don't no, want to say? I, oh, okay. No, I, I mean, I would 100% tell you. Yeah, okay. And just like bleep it. No, I literally don't know who they were talking about. And then like other people around me were talking and I was like, I wanted to be like, shut up, shut up. And then I think they realized that I was like kind of listening to the speakerphone conversation. So they like turned the volume down. This is very like Fran Fine of you. It was 100%. It was so, I was like outside the office. Yeah. Like, we're like this, the, listening to the intercom. It was like so bad. But so I don't know who Lala was talking about. Now, the cast that showed up, the first two people were James Kennedy and Raquel. James and Raquel are so tall, Zach. Like you have no idea how tall they are. Wait, James is tall? Yes, I had no idea. Like for some reason, he has like very like five, six energy to me. He does. No, he's tall. Like he had to be at least like six feet tall. Wow. I had no, no idea he was that tall. Raquel is as tall as he is. When I tell you her body is literally that of a Barbie doll. Like I'm not exaggerating. LA is wild for any of you who haven't been to LA. You see bodies that you didn't know existed. Truly. Everywhere. Everywhere you look. Like it was really crazy. Everywhere you look. There's a giraffe with long legs and a mini skirt. So she was there. So when I walked up to them, because I was like pretending I was, first of all, I'm wearing like black overalls and I had like a little like. I have an image. I just have an image of you. Like you stole a clipboard and like it has nothing on it and you're just holding a pencil and an empty clipboard with like a fake headset that's not connected to anything. And you're just like walking around trying to figure out. Were you spying on me? so it's at one point i changed into a janitor's outfit so i could get into the into the party it's like and pretend i was on in the cast so when you guys see vanderpump rules this fall you're gonna see me wandering around pretending to like wipe off leaves on a tree while like spying on sheena shea and her weird fake australian husband so there was no, like, I'm just, like, a sad that, like, I know that, I know why, but, like, so Stassi wasn't there. Stassi wasn't she really, there. She really is fired. So the weirdest thing is Stassi came to Vanderpump, came to Vanderpump, Stassi came to the day before everybody else filmed, which is so Stassi. That's so Stassi. It's so Stassi. And she, like, posted from there and, like, she was like, I've been, I was here first. Yeah. It's, it's a thousand percent Stassi. Kristen wasn't there. I'll tell you who wasn't there. Kristen, Dana, uh, Jax, and Brittany were not there. Thank God. I don't know. Like to be quite frank with you, I don't there, know if I, I could handle been, Jax. Energy. I know, but I think they've been. I think they've officially been let go from the show. Oh, were they? I believe so. Yeah. Oh, I see. I don't know who is and isn't let let go. I at think. This point. I think Kristen, Jax, and Brittany are are no longer on the oh, show. Oh, Kristen got let go too. I believe so. I think it's just okay. all these like it's like the same. It's like the Schwartzes. And the Sandoval's. Yes. Well, they were there full throttle. Were they? Let me tell you about Tom Schwartz. What you see on TV here. Okay. Let me. What does he smell like? Did you get close to him? Yeah. He smells great. The the nicest guy. Like the nicest guy. Yeah. Are they both the nicest guys? I'll get to that. Okay. 
Tom Schwartz walks in and he's pulling a cooler because it's Ariana's birthday. It's a surprise party for Ariana. She doesn't know that they're, that everybody's there. So all the cast comes like an hour before her. So as Tom rolls in with Tom Schwartz, rolls in with his cooler. And the first thing he does is dumps the cooler upside down by accident. Ice and drinks spill everywhere. Coors Light everywhere. Coors, literally Coors Light everywhere. It was actually, I think, Bud Light Seltzer or something. Perfect. Spills everywhere. And I was like, he was like, oh man, sorry. Oh man, I'm really sorry about that. It was just like the most Tom Schwartz thing ever. He is like, he's literally like- Were they filming the setup? So no, no one's filming them when they like first walk in. Which is weird because you always see them walking into these things. Oh, I'll get to oh, that. Okay. Don't okay. you worry. Don't you worry, sugar tits. So Tom walks in. I'm like, do you need help with anything? He's like, no, no, I got it. Like, thank you so much. So sweet. Then the next people to arrive are like random cast members. There's, I think he's like a new guy, Jesse Montana, I think is his name. <laughs> <laughs> what a name. Okay. Jesse Montana walks in. He's gone on. Listen, I once had all, a boss named Vinny Merlot. That's such a great name. I know. Anyway, he was like a fabulous gay, like um, Nordstrom, like high jaw. I know. Yeah, he was like a good. Did he work anyway. in St. John? No, he was like my boss. He was like a corporate. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay cool. Um, well, not Vinny Merlot, but Jesse, <laughs> Jesse Montana. Jesse Montana. Jesse Montana. I love him, but I have to describe him to you. He is this like very, very well-dressed Asian man with bright finally bright blue like little little kim colored contact lenses where it's like the most obviously fake eye color to the point where it's like why are you like what are you trying to do here what are you trying to prove yang yang painted fingernails and he runs into the party and it's not the party yet sorry he runs into filming and he seems like really stressed and i was like i'm like do you need help with anything he goes Oh my God, babes. Thank you so much. If you could just like take these and like make them for me. Like I'm just so behind. There was a shooting at Kinko's. Like it was a, such a mish. And he hands me a big Kinko's bag filled. Kinko's with- is open. They are there are Kinko's. Apparently he hands me all these like giant photos of Ariana's face and a roll of duct tape. And he goes, can you make these into masks? And I was like, uh, like, where do I put the tape? He's like, popsicle sticks. Oh, oh my God. I'm so, so stupid. They're in my car. My window's open. It's the Ford Fusion. Can you just like crawl in the window and grab them? I of think they're in a summer Of course, it's console. the Ford Fusion. So I'm like, yeah, no problem. So I literally crawl into this man's window to grab the popsicle sticks. I run as fast as I can back into my place of business. I make all these Ariana masks. I bring them to him in the bathroom. He was in the bathroom. I bring... A lot of the cast spent their time in the bathroom. I'll just, it was about the pasta. So I go, I bring him all the things and he goes, oh my God, babe, these are so Gucci. You're like literally a lifesaver, like beyond. And I was like, oh, it's no problem. Like, you know, anything I can do to help, like, just let me know. He goes, oh, it was just like such a mess. You have no idea. I'm like in the Kinko's cutting out Ariana's face. And it's like a shooting happens. And they're like, you have to evacuate the Kinko's now. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Like there's not a shooting in Kinko's. Like I have to finish this. Like, are you serious? I was like, okay. I already don't want to watch this season. <laughs> I think, I think you do. 
So then my favorite part of Vanderpump is when they're still driving Ford Fusions, though. Like, I don't like when they get famous. I like when they just I like when they still are poor. Well, no one else is poor. The rest of like so some of like the poor people came and they're all like little poor gays and they all come in their outfits and they're all very sweet. And like everybody, all the all the poor gays were so sweet. Then Lala and Katie walk in ice like it was like mr freeze had walked into the room like they are okay first of all lala is so beautiful in person like it's ridiculous like she's stunning katie is by all accounts from everyone i talked to on production and from what i've seen on the show the most miserable bitch of all time well that's what she seems like and that's what she is like this yeah. is the thing about vanderpump rules is like you guys it's like fake in the sense that like once everybody arrived, then they had them go outside and like yeah. pair up and do like walk-ins. Like they were walking down the aisle at a wedding and like, right. that's like as fake as it gets. Like truly the rest of it was like really, really, really real. Like they're, they're just like interacting. Everyone talks to each other though in quips and like little sound bites because that's like what makes the like that makes the show yeah, yeah in the place where they were filming it's a labyrinth style maze type place so doors open and close from like different areas so i'm now dressed like a janitor trying to like go in and infiltrate like all the different parties that are happening mm-hmm. because like people are off in different groups so the producers will like take people apart i overheard a conversation between the producers that Charlie is in a fight with Sheena. So Sheena and Charlie were like away from each other. I overheard Sheena talking to one of the producers and she was like, I'm not talking to her tonight. Like you cannot, like do not interview me tonight. I don't want anything to do with her tonight. That was good. I love the phrase, do not intervene me tonight. So like they, yeah, I love that. It was so good. Then Sheena's boyfriend, husband, man, they just had a baby together. Summer Moon. Is the baby's name? Her husband thing is he's very kind, but guys, I I think he needs to stop doing all of the things that he's doing, like party wise. I overheard the producers talking about how everybody's on a new kind of Adderall and they're all acting super manic. It's guys, it is a, it is about the pasta. Like I could not believe the things that I was seeing in person. Ra- okay, Raquel's the nicest. As nice as she is on TV, that's 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 who she is in person. Like they're literally exactly how they are. Exactly what you think James Kennedy to be like, that's what he's like. Like he seems like he seems nice. He was very mean to me at first because okay. he was just like kind of like hadn't warmed up yet. Hadn't like done anything yet. Yeah. He walked outside for a while and like whatever. That was fine. Then he kind of like chilled out and was like nicer. Then I'm outside for the grand reveal. Ariana and Tom. When I tell you, when I saw Tom Sandoval get out of the car the way he got out of the car. It he was, knows who he is. Like, yes. He knows what he's doing. He's like, the, he's like a real producer. That's like, the thing. Like he, he knows he's the producer. He's the producer. He was like made show. to be a reality star. It's like he's. It's not that he's not genuine. It's just that it's like he's his own business. Is like the yeah. only way I can kind of describe it. Yeah, he was really nice to me. I held his jacket. I smelled it. He smelled great. He, but he gets out of the car, and it's literally like, 
the song staying alive is like playing in his head he's wearing yep. he's wearing a like a, a silk a silk palm print shirt unbuttoned to his navel tons of gold chains these giant gucci sunglasses like a flared leg pant wow it was an outfit ariana gets out body be banging hair was gorgeous she had her hair had like piercings in it somehow her makeup was stunning here's the thing these people have to wear so much makeup because when they're on camera it looks fucking incredible in person it's it's like yeah because it's 4k yeah and i like asked ariana about her makeup and she goes i know like don't look at me up close it's so fucking intense and i was like you look good she's like i asked you to do one thing and i just don't know if you did it or not what was it I just wanted you to say my name out loud to someone. Um, there was like no chance for me to talk about my podcast. Like it was a birthday party and everybody was like, I just wanted drugs. you to walk in the room and yell Zach and then walk out. I um, didn't do that. <laughs> Is Zach just, in here? I'm like really sorry. I didn't do that. That's okay. But so I, I guess I'll just go another day without them knowing I exist, but it's fine. No, 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 it's fine. I mean, they they also don't know I exist because first I was in overalls and like um well, you're the lavalier so. mic. At, well, then I put on a janitorial costume and big sunglasses. So then they like yep. really couldn't tell if they had if they knew me or not. Okay. And it was like confusing everybody. But then I gave Ariana a present and she was like so sweet about it. She got in the photo booth with me and took a picture. She was really, really nice. Like it's weird because they have to be so on and it's like the the venue didn't have any music on like because they can't film with our music. They have to use like their own music. So it's well, dead quiet. If you ever like watch any Bravo shows, which if you don't, then you're not listening to no, this podcast to this, episode, yeah. but they you like they'll be dancing like any show like someone will be dancing listening to music and it's like the most b-roll weird music that no one's actually dancing to you'd think bravo could afford music at this point well they love like their little their little weird like vanderpump i think of all the of all the franchises has like the most strange songs and well, Vanderbilt like, uses actual music. So like a Housewives, do. they use like weird B-roll like synthesizer like, boop, music. Boop, 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 yeah, boop, boop, exactly. But on like, Vanderbilt, yeah, they use real music, but it's not music that anyone's ever heard. It's like, I wish that I could be like the cool kids. Yeah. Or oh my God. Like, yeah. LA, 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 you know you We got go. more bounce in California than all y'all combined. So that's like kind of like, I can only imagine like what the songs are going to be that they choose for our episode. But I'm trying to think of like more and like, oh, I walked into a room, Katie and a producer, just the two of them and Katie crying, sobbing, crying. I did not see her in Schwartz and Shrek at all, but I will say Schwartz bought her a t-shirt. So, and he was like, which one do you think Katie would like? And I was like, this one. So I picked out a shirt for her. I don't know if she's going to wear it, but I know. Well, this and is just the beginning, you guys. Everybody bought merch. James Kennedy bought t-shirts. Like, everybody loved the merch. Everyone bought stuff. Like, every wow. single person bought Like, yeah. Like, who? Oh, Schwartz came in and he was like, you guys, this is the sickest merch. Like, whoa, this is so... He bought like, he must have bought like five things. He like really went all out. And then he was like, hey, you know, like we have the rights to like shoot here. He's like, I think we can, I think that means we can like, wear your shirt on camera. 
So I was like, Aww. feel feel free. I know he was so cute. And he and my sister exchanged information because they got to talking. Paige does not watch the show. She was like, did not like really know yeah. anybody. And so Schwartz and Paige have exchanged information and hopefully there will be a uh, a Tom Tom slash Paige something coming to you in the future. Yeah, because Paige is basically our PR person. She is our PR person. And I think that like they're really, I, I can see them actually doing something together, but I cannot see Schwartz working at Tom Tom. And Schwartz also said, anytime you want to come to Tom Tom, DM me, like anytime. I was like, okay. Also, I think that he would be a really good podcast guest for a he would be. movie. I honestly think I could just like reach out to him. Sounds good. Okay, cool. Okay, should we get to some questions? Yeah. All right. So we have some of the Mommy Dearest podcast Instagram. So let's see. Oh, this one's specifically for you. Oh. It's from um, Hoofbraid. Um, and oh. they say Sloan, fuck, Mary, kill, JLo, Rachel Vice, and Laura Dern. Oh, my God. That's like really hard. To be honest with you, like, that's really hard because I feel like JLo is probably really good and bad. But I'd kill her. Yeah, I know. I agree. I kill her. Fuck Laura Dern, Mary Rachel. What about That's you? I think that I'm in the same. I think that Rachel like is definitely the Mary. Rachel's the Mary. And I I think maybe I would fuck JLo. I don't know. I Laura Dern doesn't seem super sexual to me. I think she'd surprise you. Maybe she would. That's a tough one. Yeah. And then Jojo 9VB. Um, says what popular 90s or 2000s movie and or icon were you just not that into and has that changed i'm gonna tell you one that's gonna fucking shake you up okay because i have one too leo Ooh. he just never wow so you know i don't like blame you though like i think leo's really good he was perfect for titanic and i think he was really good in romeo and julia but like i've never like looked at him and been like man that makes me feel gay yeah like yeah He's a great actor. Love his acting. Wicked good actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've never looked at him and been like, yeah. What's yours? I'm like Johnny Depp. That's a really good one too. That's a really good one. Yeah, I I don't get that whole appeal of him. Should we do a woman? Name a woman. There's Paul. Paul saying, good night. Is he going to bed? No, he's getting the iPad. He's getting the iPad. Okay, a woman. Name a woman. A woman. A woman. um, Like a really like famous one that. Famous 90s woman. Like famous 90s women. I can't think of a famous Ask 90s Paul. woman. Paul, who's your who's like a 90s woman that like you just didn't care for that was really famous? But everyone else did. Oh, he did that so fast. Sandra Bullock. He did that fast. That's a good one, but he did it fast. <gasps> he goes, what? he goes, for what? I love him. Um <laughs> for what? <laughs> That's actually a really solid answer. No, it is really good because, yeah, well, I'm not like super into her either, but I don't know if like that's my choice though. When she's in Force of Nature, Forces of Nature, that's when I like her. I like a kind of grimy, gritty Sandra Bullock. We need her for sure. We need her. I think Sandra, I think we keep her. I don't want to yeah. chop her. I, I don't want to chop one. her. I can't either. I feel like if you were a woman in the 90s and everyone loved you, then everyone really loved you. Everyone really, really did love you. I like well. Can't. Catherine Heigl, if we're gonna go two thousands, I yeah. don't like her at all. But I don't think anyone does. So I don't think I don't think anybody likes. Her. She's not a beloved so, character. 
No, she's a okay. monster. I love anyway, these questions. Um, okay, I don't know how to pronounce this, but it's V M A N N E S S. V Manass <laughs> says, "When will you be watching Speed? People need to know." Well, I mean, I would do Speed. Speaking I, of Sandra, she <laughs> also says, "I do Speed." She also says, "Also, I could listen to Zach talk all day long." Oh my god, me too. I'm I don't with know her. Why. Like I'm so. I feel like my voice is so annoying. No, I love your um, voice, and the way you deliver stories is very entertaining. That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. And then <laughs> Katie Fontaine, who I have known for 23 years, said, "What remake would you not cast Timothy Chalamet in? Is there one? A Mummy remake." <laughs> Yeah, you would cast him in that. You know what, though? Instead of, like, Evelyn, instead of, like, he could be, like, the Evelyn. Like, it would be a gay (laughs) mummy. And it would be, like, John Krasinski as Rick O'Connell and Timothy Chalamet as Evelyn. Oh, my God. I feel like we did now our new Timothy Chalamet is John Krasinski and Emily Blunt together in any movie that we talk about. It is. It 100% is. Which makes sense. And like, oh my that's, God, I that's love the thing. Them. We're always trying to recast. We're always trying to get the magic of Brendan and Rachel. And they yeah, have, John they and Emily have it. have it. They have that. They have that mummy energy. And that's what they've we got want. it, baby. They've got um, it in spades. That's all you're getting from the Mummy Dearest podcast. Okay. Um, I can go into my questions. I had a lot of QAs about um, Vanderpump. Guys, if you were going to be doing these mini sods, I don't know, not every week right now, but we will be doing them every week at some point. So feel free to email us at mummydearestpodcast at gmail.com. And if we don't get to it, we'll get to it someday. Just like email us literally any question you want. Yeah. Like gross, sexual, dirty, movies, like whatever, whatever you, want. you want. We'll siphon siphon through them. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And if you want, like Sloan, Sloan says that she won't keep it anonymous, but I promise if you want it to be anonymous. I will keep it anonymous. Your, I'll say your say name, your but name. then I'll pass. Also, if it. you have serious questions. Yeah. If you we'll, want like advice. Advice. From two whatever. idiots. Idiots. Absolutely. Badass pieces mom. of shit. <laughs> According to my dad, the worst mom and the fattest bitch he ever met. You just said that like it you. was um like he was a newspaper and you were like according to <laughs> according to my father I am the dumbest bitch we've got ever. five minutes and eleven seconds left okay here we go H Paul okay. G says now that you're a huge star how many apps of the Mummy Dearest podcast before you abandon us one to two never yeah 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 that's what, what I, I was going to say yeah yeah no never uh, Doctor Grayfang says how often do they pump seems. Like, oh, Vanderpump, the Vanderpump kids. Yeah, I think they pump. I think the the rugby. Every thirty Sheena's, minutes. Something about you mean by pump, but Sheena's rugby man looked like he pumped. His clothes were so tight, I thought he was going to explode. Okay. Oh, Ashley Miguel Miguel says, now that Jax is gone, who seemed to be the shit stirrer? I guess that does confirm that Jax is gone. Who was stirring the shit? Seemed like Katie was stirring it from behind the scenes, to be quite frank with you. Sniper from the side. <laughs> Kate Guy says, was baby Summer Moon in attendance? And did she perform good as gold? 
I fucking wish she had been, and I wish she would have, but she did not. Ashley McGall also wanted to know what was the vibe like between Lala and James Raquel. I did not see Lala interact with them one moment of time. James and Raquel are very sweet with each other. Like very cute, very touchy, very flirty, very sweet. There's something like rubbing up against your microphone. What is Uh, we have we have like three minutes left so it's i mean it's fine now but something okay lady moon candles if she has candles i'm gonna shop there because i like that name real life or scripted baby girl it's real life like it's i think the producers like judge things up the cast members told me that they're they really do not get time to eat dinner like they went from this early afternoon party straight to the bar for drinks like with no break for dinner which means like that's why fights ensue because they're literally they're given drugs hungry. and alcohol and they're hungry. Exactly. Why can't they eat at Tom Tom? I don't know. I don't know. L Barms wants to know, will we see you in the background of an episode? I think so. And also wants to know, did the producers intervene in any way? They don't intervene in the moment, but I think they drive like the questions from behind the scenes, like for the confessional. Mm. Um, what did Peter Albano wants to know? What did they smell like? Everybody smelled really good. Wow, that's a big question. And I asked, because you guys know I'm obsessed with wondering what Lisa Vanderpump smells like. So I asked the security guard and he said, oh, she's hot and she smells good. So everyone wants to know. A-J-A-E-D-E-R-A-A-Y-C-E-M-I. They both want to know um, who was the nicest. Ariana. (laughs) Miller KT35 said, who is your favorite cast member and why is it Ariana? It's Ariana. Yeah. Yep. Haley DeYoung wants to know was Sandoval the prettiest one there? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Oh, this is good for both of us. Bad Wolf has two questions or three questions. What's your favorite sir moment? Do you have one? It's probably like suck a dick when it's, <laughs> or it's the, I don't know what I did to you, but I'll take a Pinot Grigio. I don't think there's a more iconic line in all of like TV history. Yeah. Who's your fave cast member? It's always been Tom Schwartz. Yeah. Tom is pretty good. Yeah. Who is the number one guy during taping? I would say Sandoval is very involved in all the taping, but on camera, it seemed like James really like hogs it. Grandpa Al says, was it about the pasta? Sure was. Sure was. M's N says, are they all douchebags? Everybody was really nice. Braids of Big Earring said, what did Sheena wear? I could not explain it to you if I tried. It was like a Spanx, like post-maternity dress with a- Like a Hervé Leger. But like, it was, my friend Ashley the other day said, Everyone there looked like they were in Charlotte Russe stuff that had been sent over to Ross. And it's true. Ooh, that's Um, tough. That's tough. Yeah. Uh, Carrie McNair, I'm almost done with questions. Carrie McNair says, do they look hella old in person? No, everybody looks really young. Um, Carrie also said, I imagine Tom Sandoval and Ariana smelling like hairspray and fake tanner. Ariana smelled like hairspray only because her hair was like done to the nines. Mm -hmm. Tom smelled like really nice cologne and soap delicious and that's it that's all i have well you guys you really we really wrapped it up did we do we it got 20 seconds left <gasps> we'll say what you need to say say what you need to say that's it guys thank you so much for listening we will do these every week as soon as sloan is settled in atlanta yeah 
And next week we will be back with another movie. I'll probably be like in a new house in a new state or something. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, wish me luck. My open house is tomorrow. And where can they uh, find you? They can find me on Instagram at I am Sloan Steel or oh my at- God. and sorry, go. I was just gonna say, I hope you ha- do really well in your open house. Thank you so much. We already have one offer at asking. Okay. Well, so we're good to go. Guess we'll keep going. I interrupted you, so you might have to say that again. No, nobody cares about me. Uh, it's at Oh My Erotica. Where can they find the? Where can they find us? You can find us at the Mummy Dearest Podcast on Instagram, Zach Mellon on Instagram, or Zachary Dash Mellon on Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> bang, baby, bang. Burn, baby, burn. I'm a poor person. Um. I used my whole paycheck to get cherries and I accidentally swallowed a cherry pit. So, <gasps> yep. Oh, I had cherries this week. I know. We, when you sent that to me, I was like, that's it. I've got to use my entire paycheck to get cherries. They were so good. Yeah, these were worth it. I got so high every day of that trip. Did you? So your dad allows that. My dad is like the biggest like weed gummy man now, except oh. that he also... Like he used to smoke joints, pre-rolled one, but he would just take a hit and then mm-hmm. never hit it again and, and have a new, a new fresh one. He hates the taste of old weed. I don't know. If the, I know we have to go, but can I just tell you one quick, one quick yep. story? Yeah. Anecdote. So my dad has two houses, one in Newport, one in Palm Springs. And apparently he is so entitled and lazy that instead of packing a suitcase, he just buys two of everything he owns so that he can have one thing at his desert house and one thing at the Newport house. That stresses me out. Beyond. So I go for Father's Day to the store called Gary's in Newport. And I said to my dad, I'm like, oh, is there anything you like here? And he goes, oh, I think you should get this for Paul. You know, this is a beautiful shirt, beautiful t-shirt. I don't know. I love this brand, but I don't know this color. So I buy my dad, I sneakily buy my dad the t-shirt he says Paul would like, because I know, and he knows Paul's not going to like this shirt. Is it like Tommy Bahama? No, it's not Tommy Bahama. <laughs> it's just this like prima cotton v-neck in like pumpkin orange color. You're like a Robert so, Barracat. <laughs> Zach, it was just like, I have to find the brand. I did buy Paula Henley from this brand and Paul loved it. Okay. But Paul loves a Henley, Don Henley. Anyway, so my dad's like, oh, I don't have this one. I go to hang up the, after Father's Day, we open our presents. I go to hang up the shirt in my dad's closet. What do I find? The exact same shirt already hanging in my dad's closet. And I go, dad, you told me you didn't have the shirt. He goes, well, I only have one of them. So that basically means I don't have any of them. I need to meet this man. I don't know if you should. (laughs) (laughs) He is. He was wearing a baby, a, a G-Shock watch. Like my dad's a watch collector. Yeah. And but he collects watches that are like like <laughs> he somehow managed to find a G-Shock watch called like the G-Shock Rainbow, which is his play watch. I know one what of his mean. play watches. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like this, it's like in the G-Shock world, it's very it's a super rare. Oh, it's like watch. a rare G-Shock. I was like dad what the fuck is this shit like my dad collects nice watches like not G- i was i was g-shocked by what i saw he's like this is my new fossil <laughs> i was like what is this like i was looking at it, i was like "Ooh, that's like a pretty like that's an interesting rolex he's like have you guys heard of seiko 
Like I was, I was shook. I was really shook by that. Anyway, we went over time, but it's fine. It's okay. It was not, it still was a lot less than what we normally do. So, okay. That's it. All right, guys. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. We'll see you next week with another movie on the mummy dearest podcast. It's going to be independence day. It's independence day. Welcome to earth. Independence day. Do they say bitch? We'll find out. We'll find out next week. I'm the Mummy Dearest Podcast. Bye. I'm the Mummy Dearest. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for listening to the Mummy Dearest Podcast. See you next time. And remember, don't read from the Book of the Dead. Mm